welcome back to Gals on Topic, your favorite book club and then some. I'm Sadie. I'm Izzy. And today for episode eight of season two, our topic is A Court of Mist and Fury, chapters 26 through 29. Yes. We are climbing through this thing. And I felt like you would like these chapters after last section you complained about not feeling like you had a break in the book yet to just relax and we start off with with a lot of plot with some action and then we get just a nice night night out on the town yeah I loved it a little um out with the friends you know they had the whole squad out for dinner it was great it was nice and relaxing of course I could have I could have had a little bit more steam. I really wanted them to go <laughs> dancing. Um, but but yeah, overall, it was it was just the little break I needed. Good. I'm glad you're refreshed, <laughs> rejuvenated. Yeah. But before we get into it, so I haven't been able to watch a lot of shows because of work being so busy and us uh, really diving into this podcast. But in the past month... I have been binging. Yes. And we almost talked about this in real time. We just recorded our beach read slash first half of the year roundup in terms of what books we've been reading. Mm -hmm. That was supposed to be a mini episode. And then we talked for an hour and 10 minutes. So we didn't have time to also talk about shows and anything else that we've been consuming. So I'm giving Sadie the platform now because that was ripped away from her. Yeah. Earlier this week. And I just love, I just love a um, limited series mm. because mm-hmm. then I can just consume so much so fast, like so many different shows and everything. Yeah. And throughout busy season and then a little after I watched for the first time Jane the Virgin, which that's so not a miniseries. Good. Yeah, so good. It's not a miniseries. So it was like I was working through that, honestly, since like the holidays. Season one of Jane the Virgin is one of my go-to comfort shows. It's so good. It is so, so good. And that is one thing. One thing about that show, if you've watched it, it's like that is what I want for Tamlin and Resand. Is like their love triangle in Jane the Virgin is just so impossible. Yeah, but then I think that's why at the ending I almost wasn't satisfied at the same time. Really? Because I felt like either way I was winning, but I also was losing. Because the show was over? No, because if I, I knew that, sh- I knew that at one point in the middle of the show, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. She was going to get back with Michael. But I was like, but I love Raphael. So then they literally had to, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, kill Michael off. I know, because there was no other way for her to be with Raphael. And then it was like, she didn't choose Raphael. So like I struggled with the later seasons because of that. But the first three seasons were amazing because of how impossible it was at the same time. So it's a give and take. I didn't get hung up on the on oh, the I did. choosing she didn't choose Raphael because it, they re-fell in love. They were t- completely different people. They were it was 5 years later. Yeah, it just it didn't have the same sparkle for me. 
okay. as it as it did when earlier on when she was like making the choice. Well, I feel like they must have gotten that feedback from people when it was live, yeah, being premiered, and that's why they like spoiler alert, spoiler alert, kind of brought him back from the dead. Yeah. Um, but uh, since I didn't need that, like I was fine. Yeah. I was like, ugh, don't you? This just ruined it. Yeah, I didn't like that they brought him back either. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. But overall, I really loved it. And I don't know what that actress's name is, the main character. Gina Rodriguez. I love her. Yeah, she's awesome. I seriously love her. And now she's in a new show um, where, and of course I'm forgetting the name, but where she um, is a writer and she's doing the uh, section where they... Put eulo- or not eulogies obituaries oh yeah yeah, yeah. I've and seen, then they like haunt I've seen her commercials. and i like want to watch that because i feel like it, she's just playing the same character <laughs> did you know in real life justin baldoni who plays Raphael, married her and her husband he was the officiator oh for a second i was like no i know she's with someone else what <laughs> oh yeah sorry he officiated her wedding in real life that is so beautiful yeah that I- is so beautiful i feel like like Justin Baldoni is like a good person. Yeah, he's a gem. Yeah, I yeah, great show, great show. But since then, I've been consuming very quickly. Have you watched season three of Outer Banks? No. Tragic. It's so good. I, it's actually so good. I really like it. I know if I watched it, I'd, I'd get into it. It's the kind of show where every season I completely forget what happened the season before because so much happens every episode it's impossible to keep up when there's a year plus in between so at some point I'll watch it probably some point in the summer if I get bored or I'm on a plane but I'm not like dying to start it at the same time because I don't remember what was happening yeah so three thoughts John and I watched like a three minute recap of what you need to know from season two right before we watched smart um and then two or two I do feel like this season was easier to follow than previous seasons okay um you do it's definitely like you have to pay attention uh, my only like really negative thing with this one is they split off a lot. Like, oh. now that they all have a couple, they all split off from each other a lot. And, yeah. like, I didn't like that. I'm like, get the gang together. I also ship John B. so much with Kelsey Ballerini. I just don't know if I can watch him with another woman. Uh, they, I... Don't, don't say it. I know you're about to say something that there's some tension in the relationship. I don't want to know. No, no, no. But it's just, like, like... I mean, yeah, you see that in the previews. I'm not going to tell you what happens, but because of that, they're not like they're not in a lot of the same scenes. And I almost wonder if that's like intentional. He's out of respect. Well, also Madeline Klein's his ex, so he probably doesn't want to be in. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because of like their breakup. Because I'm pretty sure they filmed before he was with Kelsey. But I so ship him and Kelsey. Me too. They are so cute. I know. Did you see when she brought him out on stage at like one of the last Kenny Chesney shows and they like took shots together and he like winked at her and I was like, ah! And then he went to St. John's or something with her and Kenny Chesney and they looked like they had such a good time. Literally. I am yeah. obsessed with them. Um. Okay. So two more things I watched. Ginny and Georgia. Oh, so good. I don't know who the actress is that plays Georgia, 
obsessed with her. That shit's crazy. And that bitch is crazy. <laughs> what do you mean that shit's crazy? I don't even know the premise. The show is crazy. So it's like, so it's kind of a weird blend because it's like it, in part, it's kind of a coming of age story where Ginny, the daughter is in a new town. She's making friends. She's having sex for the first time and like all these things. But at the same time, there's this weird dynamic where Georgia has like this crazy back life story and has like committed murder and shit. And like, oh, so there's this whole it flashbacks to her life and and then like a private investigator come after her. And it, it is just the characters are so good. They're currently filming season three, but it's on pause because of the writer's strike. Okay. Um, but I cannot wait for the next season. So if you guys haven't, uh, I'm, I'm sure you've heard the 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 TikTok sound. Like when they have like babies, they're like, I've got a daughter and she's a boy. Oh my God. No. Okay, well, please just, maybe we cut out my Southern accent right there. <laughs> Well, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. You should watch. It's two seasons. It's really, really good. Okay. Okay, last one. Because I'm getting long-winded. We really got to get into the episode. And I want you to be able to share, too. Queen Charlotte. Okay, that's a good one for you to end on. That's the first one I was going to talk about. Oh, perfect. I loved it. I seriously loved it. I think the Bridgerton whole series is like my favorite show of all time really bold but yeah I mean I love a period piece it's so good it's the perfect balance between period piece and modern and like I didn't even really I didn't even think I liked period period pieces but I am in love yeah Bridgerton I thought the main actor and actresses don't know their names are so adorable they're so adorable together also the actress who plays Queen Charlotte the younger version looks like a younger version of her yeah it's it's so good I also didn't even like the queen in the show so I wasn't intrigued by the series but then I saw one clip just of like them two talking and I was like I will watch for that yeah they, and I yeah, didn't they were it. incredible incredible yeah and uh, it's a little ending, darker oh my god yeah you guys need to watch yeah it was so good I cried <laughs> <laughs> sorrows press <laughs> yeah no it was really good um okay so that was first on my list I haven't been watching that much tv usually I watch everything but I think because I've been trying so hard to read that it's taken a back burner so I watched mm-hmm. Queen Charlotte which was the first show I really got into like this entire year and then I watched Selling Sunset season six last oh, wow. week I have not watched watched that at all no oh really but i do like chriselle because she was on dancing with the stars you should watch it it's um it isn't it the fakest reality tv show of all time yeah and i still get invested (laughs) (laughs) their outfits are insane like sometimes i just sit in my bed and like cackle about them showing up to work in a bra top (laughs) like basically like sheer pants with a thong underneath and like six inch stilettos. Holy shit. Could like, you imagine if your realtor showed up wearing that? No, I would literally turn around and walk away. I guess they have a different market. I us. also, so I, I heard a podcast, like they really ramp it up when they're filming. Mm. But still, it's crazy. Like the outfits alone. And then there is the, I think the, I love seeing the houses. Honestly, I love yeah. like, getting the house tours because they're all crazy. Um. And while I think 
obviously a lot of conversations are staged. I definitely believe there's drama and tension and beef between a lot of the women because they're friends, but real estate is so messy. Yeah. And I also love the fact that it's these like two short, bald men running this business and they just date all the women and that's just okay. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have an HR department. No. Definitely not. So I actually really, really liked season six. I don't know if that's controversial. I don't know if people are still watching Selling Sunset, but I'm here and I'm here to say (laughs) it was worth it. I I binged it. And then the last show that I've been watching is the new season of Ted Lasso. Oh, I've never watched, but I also hear good things. You've never watched? No. Oh, my God. God, (laughs) you would literally love the first season. It's one of the best seasons of television I've ever watched. What is it on? And it's so heartwarming. Amazon? Apple. Apple. Oh, Apple. Yeah. Hmm. But you can get a free trial for a week and that's all you need to watch season one. Okay. How many seasons are there? Well, now three. Okay. Season one is so heartwarming. Maybe I'll watch it for the week of the fourth that we have off because I have no plans. That should be top of your list. Okay. Season two and season three are still good. Season two went a weird direction at the beginning, but then it really found its way and I still loved it. Season three, I think, is really still great. It's hard to match season one. Season one was just outstanding. Okay. Just so outstanding. It's funny, right? Yeah, but also heartwarming and a little sad sometimes. Oh, all of my all my favorite things. Yeah. All the emotions. Yeah, all the emotions. <laughs> it really, it it's so good. So that's the, I'm still finishing up season three, so I can't give a final verdict yet on how the show ends, but I really like it. Um, and then my next three quick things to say that I've watched, which are all movies, is I watched Where the Crawdads Sing after Sadie left on Saturday. I finished it. After we recorded the Beach Reads episode. Yes. Sorry. After we recorded the Beach Reads episode. Um, I finished it that night. It was very, very good. It didn't give me the answers I was looking for, but that's okay. That's the point of the book. (laughs) I also want to say I reread the last few pages and I get the ending more now. (laughs) So I saw that movie, really, really liked it. Reese Witherspoon is fantastic as a director. And then I rewatched Easy A because it's on Netflix. That's good. It's so funny. It's hilarious. It's really good. Emma Stone can do no wrong. And then I rewatched Pitch Perfect. And that also, that really hit. I watched, I rewatched most of that with you. Yeah. It is so 2000s. It literally hurts. Like the songs they're choosing when she's singing um, Bulletproof and then that other ginger girl, um, what's her name? Brittany Snow. Yeah. Joins in and, and, and Anna Kendrick goes, you know, David Guetta? <laughs> <laughs> Kills me. That's what I've been watching. It's so funny because the whole time they're like, we need to be singing more relevant current music. And then they sing Bulletproof. And Price Tag by yeah. Jesse <laughs> Classics. Love it. So it's just funny. But really, I really like that movie too. What What is next in your queue? Um, For TV, I have to finish Ted Lasso. I'm behind. Mm. And I also for a long time have been wanting to watch season three of the Mandalorian, but um, I had never heard much about it after it came out. So I'm worried it's not good slash. It must not be that good because no one's talking about it. And 
Also, I think we talked about this, but I want to see the live action Little Mermaid. Yes. I'm like, should we see that this week? Maybe. I think we should. Maybe we should go like a Sunday matinee. Yeah. Perfect. I fly out on Sunday, but <laughs> I'll go before the flight. <laughs> um, Yeah, that's definitely high up on my list. I'm, I started jury duty. Oh, is it good? It's funny. I mean, I'm still so early on that's like still establishing the characters. Also, the lead character, and I have to tell him this soon when I see him, but reminds me so much of my senior manager at work. <laughs> CJ? You think CJ is my oh, senior no, manager? No, no. Sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry, sorry. He is my peer. He's your peer. Oh my God, I'm going to die when he listens to that. Um, he's going to literally call himself my senior manager from now on. <laughs> Jesus. Um, no. Um, but he reminds me so much of my senior manager. It's like, I can't get past it. And it, but it's honestly funny. Like the guy just, they just have similar sense of humor and similar, similar laughs. Um, so it's like, it's cracking me up. That's funny. But it's good so far. Um, I was inspired to watch jury duty after my own time serving jury duty. <laughs> A few weeks ago, which I never talked about, but was really eventful. And that's all I'll say. <laughs> you know, we don't need to give everyone the deeds. No. Sadie's <laughs> heard me talk about it like four times. I mean, uh, I find it very interesting. I now talk about it to people as if I served jury duty. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, I did think I was being punked. I was like, I'm totally in a new show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. One last thing. Outlander is the show where the director is the same one that's going to be directing A Court of Thorns and Roses. Yeah. Okay. So that is also next after Jury Duty and I guess Ted Lasso because I want to get a sense of his style. I recommend waiting on Outlander until the fall. Oh, okay. I just don't think it's the vibe for a summer show. Like it's set in Scotland in like the 1700s. It's very like moody and rainy and it's very intense like you have to pay attention okay and I just I feel like it will match the fall the autumn (laughs) better than like peak of summer if you're gonna watch it for the first time like it like turn the lights off put on a candle and get cozy and watch it okay is what I would recommend okay let's get into the book okay (laughs) Feyre we're back Yes, and we left Feyre on such a cliffhanger, so... <laughs> we're here to save you. We're, we're here, Feyre, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, we left her practicing magic alone in the forest, and the adder grabbed her because she was distracted, because she was sending flirty texts to Reese via messages. Yeah. <laughs> via handwritten notes. <laughs> and Sadie was totally right. This was very short-lived. Uh, it was shorter lived than I thought. Yeah. Like he doesn't even get to leave and Reese is back. Even though I tried to put some doubts in your head just you for did. fun. <laughs> just for fun. You did. But I ended up reading that night. <laughs> because we pick up with, she's in the arms of the adder. It's like half a page. But then like at the bottom of that page, she's already saved. So <laughs> the adder's arms are around her and is starting to say, now tell me where, but then night explodes around them and the adder screams and darkness covers them. Feyre's pulled from the adder. 
she falls on the ground, she stands up, she can see again, and she can see that Reese is binding the adder to a tree. With his hands are in his own pockets, but he's using those like twisting bands of night that favorite calls them to wrap yeah. him up. I I picture those if someone needs a visual, like um, um the the bad people from Harry Potter. Death Eaters? Yeah, when the Death Eaters are, like, shooting around and flying in the air and they're just, like, wisps of, like, black mm, ribbon yeah. smoke. That's kind of, like, how I picture yeah. this. So, if yeah. anyone needed a visual. And Reese says, I've been wondering where you slithered off to. And then he sends two spears right into the adder's wings. And the adder's screaming reese tells him to answer his questions and then the adder can crawl back to his master but the adder just spits at him and calls him a whore (laughs) and reese lifts a finger to send another spear into his wings but first the adder confesses to being sent to get feyre from the king of highburn and it says it doesn't know why but the king wants her it also says Hybern has an enormous army, it's coming soon, and they have allies in every territory. And that's the last we hear from the Adder, because Azriel shows up, slams into the snow, and starts walking towards the Adder. And Feyre says, she's still like, just kind of in the background watching this, she says the Adder is trembling, seeing Azriel. So much that she says she almost feels bad for it because that's how terrifying Azriel looks. But not quite. She does specify this time she almost feels bad, but she doesn't. But she does not. Obviously, the adder sucks. <laughs> and then Reese says... The adder's kind of like a little bitch. <laughs> like, he just does bitch work and gets shoved around. Yeah. He, like, is doing all this bitch work but then doesn't get any information. Like, I don't... He's got to stand up for himself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he knows nothing. He's just blindly following orders. Right. But, uh, yeah, Asriel vanishes with the adder. But first, Reese says, the next time you try to take her, I kill first, ask questions later. And Asriel whooshes him away. And Feyre asks Reese if Asriel's going to kill it. And Reese says, no, we'll use it to send use it to send a message to Highburn. But also, like, they could have just killed him, and that would also be a message. Yeah, I agree. I like I agree. Why leave him slithering around out there somewhere? Literally why? I hate that. Yeah. Feyre asks if Reese knew because clearly they're not above torture, so just kill it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Feyre asks if Azrael's going to kill it. Reese says no. Feyre asks if Reese knew Hybern was hunting her. And Reese says he was just curious to see who would try to snatch her at the first moment that she was alone. And Feyre's like, excuse me? Because one, Tamlin was kind of right. Yeah. The second she was unguarded, literally the second she was unguarded and out in the wild somewhere she got snatched so he was kind of right to a certain extent about the dangers obviously not the way he went about it but about the dangers themselves that existed right two 
Reese was kind of just using her as bait. Yeah, to test it out to see who else wanted her. So she's pissed and she's like, don't do that. And he's like, you know what? I do it again. (laughs) You were safe the entire time. Really playing fast and loose with her life here. Like, what if Hyburn had given orders just to kill her? Like, she's a threat. Just kill her. And the adder just shot her with an arrow. Like, was she safe the entire time? Yeah. Like, what if people wanted her dead, not captured? I also like this whole scene. They're just bickering back and forth about, like, she's just getting mad that she's not in the loop and he keeps playing these games with her to, like, test things out. But, like, I don't think she has to be in the dark for things to be tested. Like, what really would have been different if if she had been in the loop there? Right. The Weaver one I get because he was... She knew still what was going on, so it's fine. Like, he was also using it for other reasons to see if she could control her power or whatever. I, that one's fine because she already knew she was yeah, kind of being tested. Yeah, like, that wasn't like, yeah, yeah. But this one's like, she was just minding her own business trying to learn. And and I don't think that the result would have been different if she was in on it. Right. Like so she it just comes s- off as manipulative, just like, which is just in keeping her in the dark which is exactly what tamlin did she would have happily gone out there stood out there for a few hours and gotten snatched mm-hmm. knowingly yeah totally so, uh, Keeping yeah. her in the dark is doing the same thing that tamlin did to her and she's really important to the plan and he's really just i know tamlin was um obviously stifling her but the the you don't need to like Put her in constant danger. <laughs> I, yeah, seriously. Seriously. So anyway, Feyre is like, I don't care. You need to tell me these things. And Reese goes, maybe next time. And Feyre says, no, no next time. And then she pushes him and he actually stumbles back, which Feyre's like, oh, damn. Like I forgot I'm so strong. I forgot how strong I was. And then Reese goes, yeah, you did forget. You stopped fighting. And he's not just talking about what happened with the adder just now or what happened with the weaver, but just in general, Mm -hmm. like obviously her attitude the last few months. And Feyre gets mad again and she's like, so what? And tries to push him again. But Reese winnows away a few feet from her and reappears. And Feyre's like, oh, like it's not easy. And then tries to shove him again, but he disappears and reappears behind her saying directly into her ear, you have no idea how not easy it is. Hmm. Well, wait, what was she saying it's not easy to? I don't know. Like, I couldn't tell if she was talking about just like, it's not easy to like figure out her powers is what I was what I'm thinking she's talking about like figure out and like fight through the challenges because then they start talking more about winnowing Mm -hmm. so that's the sense I was getting is okay he's like you've stopped fighting you've stopped trying like you have all this at your disposable and you're not doing anything about it and so I think that's what she was referring to here but it's a little bit unclear okay that's the only thing that I think makes sense okay so Farah tries to grab him well, I was kind of thinking maybe it was you. It's not easy to like come back from what happened under yeah. the mountain, and so maybe that's why he was like, "You have no idea how not easy it is." 
Yeah. Because he was also struggling. He also struggled. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think those two are like one idea. But I don't know what exactly she's talking about. So anyway, Thera tries to grab him. He winnows away again. And when he reappears, he's laughing and, and says, try harder. Thera tries to winnow, but she has no idea how. So she just lunges for him again and runs into a tree. <laughs> Reese is laughing behind her and she lunges again as he's vanishing. And then she winnows. She says, time slowed and curled and I could see the darkness of him turn into smoke and him veer as if he were running for another spot. So she hurls herself towards that spot. And the last line of the chapter is, Reese appeared a solid figure in my world of smoke and stars. And his eyes were wide, his mouth split into a grin of wicked delight as I winnowed in front of him and tackled him into the snow. Go Feyre. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be cynical here. Okay. Is it really an is it really a victory that she winnowed? Yeah. Because to me it's just it's just well one like her talons and stuff were coming out like she was shape-shifting while, during her during this angry spell or whatever. Yeah. Like to me it's just more powers that she's discovered she can do at the height of her emotions. Yeah. But still can't control. Yeah, but she still did it at once. So she at least knows what it feels like. That's true. I don't know. I was just like, okay, it's just another thing that you couldn't, like, you were only able to do it because you lost control of your emotions. No, that's true. But it's like, it's that kind of thing where you do it once, even if it's by accident, you you can replicate it in the future, hopefully. Like, not maybe at first, but you at least knows what, know what it feels like so you can tap into it. Right. Yeah, that's true. So... It's a big win because okay. only only the really strong and powerful Taifei can winnow. Okay. Very useful. All right. All right. So that's the end of chapter 26. And chapter 27 is super, super short. It picks up right where we left off. Feyre is on top of Reese. He's like laughing. He's smiling. She's not laughing. She's like snarling. <laughs> She's so mad. Because, I mean, she just almost got kidnapped. And then Reese shows up, acts like it's no big deal, like it was his plan. He left her out of the loop. And then he started kind of toying with her with, like, Trying to agitate her. Goad her. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, all the makings to get me really mad. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So she's just all wound up. And she says, don't ever use me as bait again. And then he stops laughing. As she's literally on top of him. Yeah. And he stops laughing and she says, don't use me like a pawn. And if being one is part of my work for you, then I'm done. Tell him, tell him setting boundaries. Mm -hmm. And he says, fair enough. And then favorite gets up and restarts trying to backpedal pretty hard. He's like, no, widow again. Like that was so great. Show me how you did it. Fair's like, no, (laughs) he's like, I want to go home. (laughs) And he says he's sorry, which Feyre is like acknowledging that it's nice of him to apologize because yeah. most High Lords probably don't apologize to too many people, but she's so mad that she doesn't care. She just asks why the King of Highburn wants her, and Reese says, that's what I'm going to find out. And then he apologizes again and says, let's eat breakfast and go home. And Feyre says, Valeris isn't my home. And the last line of the chapter is, 
I could have sworn hurt flashed in his eyes before he spirited us back to my family's house. Yeah, I felt just in reflection of that chapter is I really felt felt bad for Feyre. Like I feel like she she really she's gotten past her I'm a murderer phase, but she's still <laughs> lost. <laughs> you know, like yeah. she's still she has no court. She's no long she's no she no longer belongs to the human realms. She's not welcome at her sister's home. Yeah. She's not really a part of any court no one like everyone's like is she high fey like no one knows what to call her like yeah she has no place in this world because she says valeris isn't my home but then what is springport no no she doesn't have a home if if the night court's not her home yeah sad and i also one i'm happy that that her um restands feelings a little you know <laughs> why is that <laughs> well because one it just shows that like he wants her to be in the family and wants oh. her to feel like she has a family but yeah i don't know i liked that it bothered him that she said that yeah well we see her maybe warm up to that idea the next few chapters, mm-hmm. at least. But that's the end of chapter 27. Super, super short. So chapter 28, Favor and Reese go back to the estate. Asriel's already gone, obviously, with the adder. And Cassian leaves once Favor and Reese get back, but not before going back and forth with Nesta again. And Favor and Reese go to mail the letter that they wrote to the queens. And then fly home. And Reese drops her off at the townhouse. And then he goes to check in with Asriel and the Adder. He comes back an hour or so pretty quick. Finds Feyre with her feet propped up on the couch. Fireplace going. Book in lap and drinking tea. I was like. How lovely. That, I, exactly what I wrote. I said sounds lovely. Kind of <laughs> sounds like you've made yourself at home. <laughs> also. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Like, sounds pretty nice. And Feyre, you know, was pretty mad at him, but she says that when he comes home, sorry, not her home, comes back to the town home, townhouse, <laughs> she stands up when he comes in the room and she's scanning him for any sign of injury and she says her chest eases when she finds nothing wrong. Above all, she cares. Yeah. And Reese tells her it's done. We learned what we needed to. It's up for you to decide how much you want to know. Because obviously while the Adder is a determined bad guy, they are torturing him. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, some people might not want to see that. Hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Feyre says she wants to know everything. Honestly, I was surprised that she didn't ask to go with him. Yeah. In that moment. But. She was tired. Yeah, she just got kidnapped. <laughs> so Reese shows her via his memories. Like he opens up a window to his mind, takes her into what just happened with him and Asriel in the Court of Nightmares, which is where the Adder is being held. So Feyre is like transported in via his mind into the cell where they're keeping the Adder, seeing all this through Reese's eyes. 
And we didn't mention this before when he did this to show her the memory of Ianthe, but she can see the memory, but she can also hear his thoughts that he was having yeah. Yeah, while she's, experiencing this. She is completely has Rhysand's perspective, including what he's thinking. And it's such a smart way for the author to change perspectives in the book without changing perspectives in the book. Yeah, we were just saying we'd kill to have Reese's point of view. And I kind of forgot these memories not only give us the window into what happened, but also give us a little bit of his point of view. So we know how he thinks. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. It was nice to hear like, yeah, his thoughts. Because especially all, like really all of the High Lords and High Fae, they really keep their composure. Yeah. So it's so hard to know what they're thinking. The mask of the High Lord. They you know? Truly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Feyre slash Reese, they're watching the Asriel. The Asriel. <laughs> <laughs> they're watching Asriel question the Adder. But we also get a lot of Asriel these three chapters, like more insight into him. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about that. So they're watching Asriel question the Adder. But Reese is also thinking about how he'll have to come formally visit the Court of Nightmare soon just to remind them like he's still in charge, blah, blah, blah. But he thinks not today, not when Feyre had just winnowed. <laughs> so cute. And so Reese is watching Asriel do his thing. And he's thinking how people always misinterpret Cassian to be the more wild one between Cassian and Asriel. But Cassian is all like fiery temper, you know, hot headed. And Asriel, Reese is thinking, has this icy rage that can't be thawed. That's just like hidden underneath the surface. Yeah. And like, for example, Feyre asks about this in a later chapter, but she asks Reese if Asriel minds doing this kind of work, you know, literally torturing their enemies. Yeah. And Reese is like, honestly, really hard to tell. Like Cassian also, I mean, all their jobs obviously are violent by nature. Cassian's like the war general is in these battles. But Reese has seen Cassian come out of battle and like throw up from all the violence he's seen. Right. Versus Azrael doesn't break. It's crazy. Yeah. Like <laughs> Moore is apparently the only one who can get him to admit to any feelings. Yeah. So anyway, the adder is chained up and Azrael's asking how it tracked Feyre and the adder tells him he received word from the king where they were but doesn't know how and then the adder says to Reese, good luck trying to keep her high lord and Asriel's like what does that mean and the adder is saying this because well he says do you think it's not common knowledge that you took her from Tamlin so people know people know (laughs) and Reese already knew this he says internally that Asriel's been monitoring the situation with the spring court. He knows, you know, Tamlin's not happy. But I'm so surprised that that doesn't trigger Feyre to, like, ask questions about Tamlin. She does a little. She asks one. Yeah, but I'm just yeah. like, if it was such a recent ex. Yeah. You're like, you're, you've got to be like, 
what's he saying about me? <laughs> what's he doing? How crazy is he acting? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he's losing his mind about me. <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> That's literally why I left. He's so crazy. (laughs) But yeah, apparently Tamlin has shut down his borders and sealed them so tightly you can't even fly over, which is our first even glance into what Tamlin's up to. We don't know, obviously, what's going on because he sealed everything off, but you just know it's so bad. Like, I want to know what's going on. Like, for him to shut everything off, like, just shut down the spring court, like, any activity, can't fly over it. It's like, oh man, it's gonna Over be dark Over a times. girl. Could you imagine being someone who lives in the spring court and the king is just like, or not king, but high lord is like throwing a fit? Yeah. And could you imagine if the president of the United <laughs> States was getting a divorce with the first lady and he just like no shut trade. down international <laughs> trade? <laughs> yeah. No leaving the country. And no one coming in the country. Lockdown. Back to like COVID. Yeah. Because his wife left him. Yeah. How wild. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) It'd have to be like if the first lady left and moved to Russia for. Oh my God. (laughs) Left. That would be. I mean, that's what. That's the equivalent. That would be so crazy. That would be so crazy. And it's like a war starts. Yeah. Holy shit. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Reese also goes into the Adder's mind, gets the info that they need that he's not saying, but the Adder really doesn't have anything super helpful. So Reese is like, we're done here. But Reese does say, while he's diving into the Adder's memories, he skips over everything from under the mountain because he doesn't want to see what the adder did to Claire or how the adder tortured Feyre because he knows if he sees those things, Reese would kill him right then, right there. So Reese does feel bad about Claire, for the record. I asked that question last episode. Yeah, so that's good. I still want that whole story. (laughs) So that's good. I mean, guilt is like the basic, like... Yeah, I'm glad. The bar is on the floor. Yeah. I'm glad he feels guilty, but I want the whole story. Yeah. So Reese tells Asriel to break its legs, shred its wings, and then dump it off the coast of Highburn and see if it survives. And then Reese... Or you could just kill it now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they don't. Reese leaves as Asriel starts torturing the adder with his knife. In BTW, his knife is named Truth Teller, which is, like, so kind of twisted con- considering his job of, like, torturing for information. It's so, yeah. like, ooh. <laughs> Asriel, uh... We should have known that the adder would literally be useless and not have much me- m- much information from the King of Highburn because the King of Highburn is too smart to have his first attempt at capturing Feyre be someone who holds all of the secrets when he knows she's with Resand who can read minds. And also, if he knew where Pharaoh was and he has this huge army, why do you send one guy? Send like 10 guys. He, make want, it, make he it wanted the adder to be captured or something. I don't know. Anyway. Pharaoh comes back to reality and she's like, wait, so what's going on with the spring court? <laughs> so what's going on with the spring court? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, he did what? Yeah. 
She's like, I'm starting like international conflict. <laughs> Reese says, nothing's going on right now, but you know how far Tamlin can be driven to dot, 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 protect what he thinks is his. And Feyre flashes back to the day when Tamlin blasted his power at her and the room blew up and the paints exploded. And Reese is like, yeah, I should have sent more that day to rescue you instead of waiting. Does she not have her shields up? Oh, right now? Yeah, because she was thinking something like like um, when they, af- right after the kidnapping when they were in the woods, she was like thinking that. How she stopped fighting. How she stopped fighting. He's like, yeah, you did. And then here, she's like thinking um I just blanked. What did you just I, say? About the room blowing up. I yeah, wonder and he's if like, it's... yeah, I should have got you then. I'm like, put your shields up, girl. Well, I wonder if it's like... Um, the bond. The bond and it's strong emotions a little bit. Like, she has her shields up, but... They just have another connection. But it's like when she's you know caught off guard maybe thinking something and it's like he said that analogy one time it's sometimes it sounds like she's shouting something down the bond at him right so even if he's not in like into her mind sometimes she unwillingly is just like ah yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah good question but Feyre doesn't want to talk about Tamlin so she thanks Reese for telling her about the adder and Reese says Feyre I am sorry about deceiving you earlier and then Feyre says I need to write a letter. I need to write a note. She (laughs) abandoned him at their wedding and then left his ass, her fiance, and she breaks out with him basically via text message. Oh, no. I thought you'd be happy. Oh, Oh, no. What? You said you were happy last episode. Her just acknowledging she needs some closure. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. But like, this isn't it. <laughs> this is not it. For the record, the note says, "I left of my own free will. I'm cared for and safe. I'm grateful for all that you did for me, all that you gave. Please don't come looking for me. I'm not coming back." Which, like, okay, if we really think about this, if we think about Tamlin as an abuser. Who tried to physically keep her. Yeah. Then that was a gracious note and sufficient. Mm-hmm. But if we think about Tamlin, who we fell in love with in Akatar, it's not. Well, do you picture her, though, going to the spring court, explaining that she's going to go, she's living in the night court, and he's going to just accept that, and he's not going to be like, Reese altered your memories, and you are, no, and he's going to, no. like, imprison her again? No, I think that, I don't think, one, I don't think this is the time for reconciliation. Like, that's why it was enough for her to say, I need to handle that just acknowledge it because I just felt like she was going on with life as if that as if Tamla never happened um so that's why I was satisfied with that because I don't think it's the time to really handle that because we have a very detailed plan time is of the essence we can't be you know stopped by Tamlin right now yeah. um but I do think that the right course of action is to reach out and say we need to meet up and have a civil conversation Resand and the rest of the inner circle will be in attendance um, 
and you must come alone or Lucian only. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. something very like civil. We need to have a conversation. Yeah. And um, yeah, this feels like the first yeah. step of her just letting him, her just letting him know she's safe. And like, don't come looking for me. We'll t- maybe we can talk later. But this she is- didn't say maybe we can talk later. <laughs> she didn't say that. Don't put words in her mouth. But that her <laughs> note was very final. We are don't come looking for me. You will never see me again, bitch. <laughs> like that's what it said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fine. That's just. I hope she doesn't think like that's not it. Well, my first thought was Tamlin doesn't know that she can read or write, so no way he's thinking that she wrote this. <laughs> that's true. Well, she was reading when she was back at the spring court. Did he know that, though? He was always Probably not. Probably not. So anyway, yeah, it's a very brief note, but at least it should give Tamlin something of she's physically okay. I don't know. He's probably like, this wasn't Feyre. Yeah. (laughs) Someone else wrote this. Yeah. Well, I don't blame him. (laughs) She just broke up with him via text. Well, Reese asks if she's sure she wants to send it, and she says she's sure. Her head feels clearer than it has in months. And for the first time, she wants to, like, go do something. Like, she wants to go be out and about in the city, be amongst the people. Single Pharaoh wants to hit the town. It's actually so true. Like, a weight has been lifted off her, and she's like, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. <laughs> totally. So she asks, like, what's next? Like, what what do we do now? And Reese is like, you know, I was gonna give you the day to rest. Like, I know it hasn't been restful so far, but was you have the day off. And she says, Don't coddle me. And he's like, Well, I'm not. You almost got kidnapped this morning. It hasn't exactly been a restful day so far. There's like, okay, well, like, what about the book? Like, isn't there something to be done? He's like, no, Asriel needs to deal with the Adder, learn more about the queens, and we also haven't been approved to come see the summer court yet. Fair's like, okay, well, you told me the city was better at night. Are you all talk, or will you ever bother to show me? And then Reese laughs and smiles for real, and Fair is thinking, so few people see him like this, the man behind the High Lord's mask. And then he says, dinner, tonight. Let's find out if you, Feyre Darling, are all talk or if you'll allow a Lord of the Night to take you out on the town. It's a group day. <laughs> and I love a man who makes the plans. I know, like, right? show up. I have a great night planned. Yeah. Yeah. It's sweet. It's sweet. And I love how, like, at the beginning of the next chapter, we um, learn that everyone's going. And yeah. she's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, I thought it was just me and but it was a date. Z High Lord. Yeah, Feyre's getting ready for dinner, and Amryn comes to her room. Do we like her any better now? I do after this scene. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good. So I, actually, my note is okay. I like Amryn now. Are you still suspicious of her? Um, I mean, yes. I don't know what she is, and. I don't know. We get a lot more information about her dynamic with Resand. Well, not a lot, but a little bit. Yeah. In the next chapter and stuff. I mean, I don't trust her, but I like her more now. Yeah. Well, it's weird because she comes into Feyre's room and her the Feyre's handmaidens disappear. 
And Amran's like, oh, they're so skittish, like probably off to go tell Asriel that I'm in here. And Feyre's like, what? But Amran says Asriel will never fully trust her. So he monitors her movements. And she says, with good reason. Like, what does that mean? But Amran's like, oh, it's fine. Like, I'd be mad if he wasn't. (laughs) I don't. I Yeah, I really don't understand her vibe. She's just very strange. And I don't blame Azriel. I don't trust her either. Yeah. Feyre asks, like, well, doesn't Reese disapprove of this? You're literally the third in command or the second in command or whatever. Second. No, Moore's third. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Amran's second. But Amran explains the rules. Well, she explains that the rules basically are flexible. Like, Reese makes these rules but they're flexible as long as you're acting according to the values of the night court which are to defend to honor and to cherish so if Azrael's acting in a way that he thinks is in defense of the city or whatever reese doesn't get mad at him it's like as long as you're acting according to the moral code of the <laughs> night court fair is like so what about the tithe like is that flexible too and amran's like what <laughs> so no tithe in the night court but i do wonder then how they get their money well then amron says there's a tax i'm like is that different well a tax and a tithe are different yeah a tax can be like on a transaction that's true and yeah, that's and, true. and taxes in in nature are on transactions you just do the math at the end of the year to make sure that you were paying the correct amount during during the year. So a tax would be more as you have the money available, you pay it. Whereas like a tithe is like a set time where you would. Someone please guess what Sadie does for a living. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do taxes. <laughs> Let me make that very fucking clear. Anyway, but yeah, so. Anyway, they're different. Yeah, I wondered I wondered the same thing, how they make their money. But anyway, no tithe. Then Amran, no, then Feyre gives Amran the necklace back that Amran lent her to go to the prison with. Yes. And Amran's like, huh? Oh, oh, <laughs> you can keep it. <laughs> what? I love when you act it out. Huh? <laughs> That was that was ad lib just to give the nature like the better reflection of of the conversation. <laughs> but Aaron's like, huh? What's that? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, keep it. Like this is powerless. Farah's like, excuse me, and Aaron said, you just needed to believe you could get out so you could emotionally handle going in there. But this is just something Reese gave me a long time ago. Farah's <laughs> like, oh my god but like that that's when i was like oh i like her yeah it's kind of like the liquid luck yeah no exactly harry gave ron oh my god that's such a good comparison (laughs) thank you that is such a good comparison yeah yeah fair just needed a moral boost and amorn of all people gave it to her so we like her now and that's the end of chapter 28 and now we're in chapter 29 I feel like uh, the I feel like we have less pages total than normal, which I don't think we actually do. But they're just like shorter chapters, so I felt like I was flying through. We do have less. We're starting to have less pages 
I mean, we're at a steady amount right now. I think that is typical for the remaining chapters. But yeah, the first like four or five episodes were a little bit more stacked. But we do get a lot of information in this next chapter and some yep. good moments. And it's this is the chapter good. I knew Sadie would like because <laughs> it gives us a break for a moment to catch our breath. And it's the group dinner. The squad is walking through Valeris. They're just hanging out like normal friends, gossiping about people, talking about sports teams, music, new shops, nightclubs, no mention of the war or of Highburn or any of it. Like, Azriel was literally, like, torturing the Adder an hour ago. And then next minute, he's off to dinner. Like, <laughs> casual. Casual. Just a normal day at work. Yeah, literally. And Feyre is actually enjoying the liveliness of Valeris. Like, she's enjoying seeing people walking around and just having fun, soaking in the vibes of the city. And they get to the restaurant. The owner knows them all. She warmly welcomes them. She shows them to their table. And the food comes out. And Feyre says she's never had food like this in her life. Like, she describes it as it fills her stomach, but it also fills her heart. (laughs) Drama. Oh, I wrote, yeah, a good meal really does do wonders. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is true. You're, it is right. I'm just so critical of Feyre. I was thinking about the, the day when I went to Chicago and then had the most frustrating day, like couldn't see the apartments, got up unnecessarily early, like everything went wrong. And I was like, oh my God. And then I went to the nicest dinner. You did. And yeah. it was like a, a few hours long, good food, good conversation. I was like, I'm happy now. I went to bed <laughs> thinking it was a great day. <laughs> <laughs> so I get you, Feyre. <laughs> And then the owner comes out and she asks Reese a question about, oh, I heard, you know, food prices, spice ty- spice prices are going to go up because of threats from Highburn, like worried about how that's going to affect the business. And Reese is like, no, no, no. Like we'll find a way to keep everything intact and like keep prices the same. He's very like gentle with her, very not Reese-like. Mm-hmm. basically he's just really really good with his people and everyone seems to love him here yeah yeah and then the owner turns to Feyre and asks if the meal is to her liking and Feyre sees the owner beaming at her she can see this person has so much pride for her restaurant for her food and Feyre remembers feeling that way like feeling so satisfied after doing something and completing something that you love to do And she remembers feeling that way after she would paint something. Yeah. And so Feyre says back to the owner, she says, I've never had food that makes me feel this way. That makes me feel awake. And she's like, I knew that sounded stupid in my head. It sounded stupid out loud. But it's like I wanted to say something really to communicate how much. Yeah, meaningful. And you couldn't think of another way to say it. And then she looks up and Reese is staring at her, but like very softly. And Farrah's like, what? But he just turns back to more. And then the owner returns with a goblet full of blood for Amarin. Because again, Amarin doesn't eat food, but apparently she drinks blood. 
Like, just when she gained a few points, she lost them. Like, fucking nasty. She was like, ooh, I love the way you spiced it. I was like, ugh. It reminded me of when Bella drinks the drinks the blood <laughs> for the first time in yeah. part one of whatever the last Breaking one is. And she, uh, and she's like, it's like in her teeth and shit. Oh, oh my God. I yeah. can't. <laughs> <laughs> and that's human blood. At least this is like animal blood. Yeah. That's like lamb blood. I guess. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know that that makes it better, but yeah. And it's the end of the meal. Feyre's stuffed. Plus, she did get attacked today, so her body hurts. But Moore's like, I want to go dancing. Who's in? And Feyre's like, oh my God, please, someone else say no. Like, please, someone else say no. I do not <laughs> want to go dancing. But then Azriel of all people, says he's going to go. And Feyre's like, fuck, like... Asriel goes everyone else is gonna go yeah like he's the one I was relying on to say no and then Cassian says he's in so the three of those three start heading towards the bar Feyre's about to turn to ask Amryn to go home with her but Amryn's gone too so it's just her and just Reese she's like are you gonna go dancing and he goes eh well no it's been a long day we can walk back which is so lame. I wanted them to go dancing together. It would have been so sweet instead of their stupid conversation. <laughs> <laughs> One step at a time. I don't see Feyre like in a nightclub, like unst, unst, unst. <laughs> no, but I could see her in like a, a tin roof, felting out 1985 or whatever it's called <laughs> with Resan. Yeah, baby steps. <laughs> We know she loves to dance. Once she gets a little that a little bit of that wine in her. Don't you like a nice midnight stroll? I do. But not when they could have gone dancing. Okay, but we'll talk for this moment. It's really it, nice. It is sweet. It is sweet. So her and Reese walk back, and they're walking back over a bridge, over the river. When Reese stops and is like, this is my favorite view of Valeris. This was my sister's favorite view. And... It's the view towards the artist quarter of the city, the rainbow of Valeris. Fair is like, oh, well, this is your favorite view. Why does your house face the other way? He's like, well, I wanted a quiet street to live on. And Fair is like, you could have just reordered the city. Isn't that what high lords do, whatever they want? And he stares at her face and says, there are a great many things that I wish to do and don't get to. Like make out with Faye. The double meaning in those words. <laughs> he wants her. They just get more and more direct with each other. And it's like, I've never seen, this isn't the most direct. Like this obviously is a masked phrase, but um, I've never seen such direct flirting as we're about to get to in, oh, a, future, yeah. <laughs> in a few pages. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> Feyre then asks out of nowhere if he buys jewelry for Amarin because remember he was shopping which I'm glad I wanted this cleared up because I was jealous (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so was Feyre yeah Feyre was jealous Feyre asks if he buys jewelry for Amarin because they're like dating or together or whatever Reese is like lol (laughs) no (laughs) although he does say that when he was younger he invited Amarin to sleep with him basically and Amarin like died of laughter like absolutely not but now he just buys her jewelry to show that he appreciates how hard she works and to stay in her good graces 
So nothing there. Cleared that up. Cleared that right up. And then Feyre asks why he never married. And he's like, okay, wow, with the questions tonight. (laughs) But no, like, I have people in my past who I've been with. But honestly, even if I had wanted to, like, settle down with someone, they all probably would have said no regardless. And Feyre's like, I don't get it. Because she's thinking about Ianthe also, like, wouldn't people be you know falling over themselves and fighting over each other to to be with you and then Reese explains like a life with him means a life in danger because he's hated any child would probably be hunted down yeah it's like a really sad and lonely life so that's sad it is and then Farah asks more about like okay well why why are you so hated like why do you keep this place a secret outside of obviously the Amarantha situation? Why have you kept this place a secret? And Reese explains the history. There was a time a long time ago when all of the night court was bad and the hewn city, the city, the bad city under the mountain, they were like the ruling entity of the whole night court. Mm-hmm. But a high Lord a long time ago had a different vision and brought about a lot of change in like the structuring of the court, like separating the human city from the, from Valeris and everything else. But during this time he had the borders sealed so that no one could like take advantage of them when they were very vulnerable and in a time of transition. Mm-hmm. And then to preserve it, he kept it a secret moving forward through like spells and whatnot. And then the court of nightmares obviously still exists for the world to like see and fear so that no one ever comes like inquiring about the night court or what it's like. They just right. think that's it. Right. So they keep walking. That cleared that, cleared that up for me because I had questions too about that. So good. I appreciated that. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so they keep walking and then Feyre hears music and she realizes it's the same symphony like a broken down a more deconstructed version of the music that she heard when she was in the dungeon under the mountain like when she was about to fully have a breakdown and then she heard music and it kept her from being in full despair yeah and and back then i was hoping that that was the one thing maybe tamlin did yeah she realized so even that was it. even that wasn't tamlin he really didn't do shit. Yeah, I remember you saying that you hoped Tamlin sent it, but sadly, no. But it was Reese, which we can we can ship now. Yeah, it was Reese. And Farrah's like, you, you sent that music into my cell. Why? And Reese says, because you were breaking and I couldn't find another way to save you. And then Farrah says, thank you for everything that you did then and now. And Reese goes, even after the weaver? And after this morning with my trap for the adder, and Farrah's like, well, way to ruin a nice moment. <laughs> and then Reese grins, and then he picks her up, slides an arm under her legs, picks her up, and flies her home. And then Farrah is thinking, I could learn to love it, I realized, the flying. Oh, my God. He's just really sweeping her off her feet. Yeah. So later, Farrah's reading in bed, and... A piece of paper falls out of the her falls out of her book. And it's a note. It's a magic note. It's a text. It's a text. <laughs> it's Prithian's version of texting. 
slash Reese's version of texting. On the note, Reese has responded to her message earlier. So remember, Feyre had sent a flirty little note back last episode in chapter whatever. Um, but right before the adder took her, telling him he's a shameless flirt. And she was so preoccupied with what he was going to say next because they were really, you know, heating up. So here's what Reese says. He says, I might be a shameless flirt, but at least I don't have a horrible temper. You should come tend to my wounds from our squabble in the... S- squabble. <laughs> from our <laughs> squabble in the woods. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I can't talk today. Our <laughs> squabble. <laughs> it wasn't that funny. I don't just know why I just, just ruins that entire message. <laughs> I'm glad it was the first one, the first message, and not later. Okay, let's rewind. Or squabble. <laughs> okay. 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 So rewind. What he said was, "I might be a shameless flirt, but at least I don't have a horrible temper." You should come tend to my wounds from our squabble in the snow. I'm bruised all over thanks to you. That was hard to get through the second time without laughing. But, you know, wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. I actually love this. And then Feyre writes back, go lick your wounds and leave me be. And then the note's gone for a while. Probably because Reese was mustering the courage to write back. That's exactly what I wrote. It's like when you when you want to send a risky text. You hype yourself up. Yeah, and you're like, I don't know if I should say, say this. And then you're like, three, two, one, send. And yeah. you throw your phone across the room. <laughs> you, you chuck your phone across the room. That's so accurate. Literally. Because... Reese does send a risky little note. He was probably mustering the courage to write back. I'd much rather you licked my wounds for me. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. We weren't ready. And what did Pharaoh say back? Lick you where exactly? Are they sexting? Oh, my God, Sadie. I wrote they are sexting. That's what I wrote. (laughs) I wrote they are sexting. Two exclamation points. (laughs) Oh my god, crazy! Which couple like couple of kids? Yeah, I was like, holy crap! Because then he responds, "Wherever you want to lick me, Feyre. I'd like to start with everywhere, but I can choose if necessary." You know that, like, he sent the risky text, and then when she responded, he was like, "Fuck yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah." He's like in his room, like fist pumping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> silently yeah it's like dang she really like gave you an inch of like warmth tonight and now you're fully just like gonna sext okay yeah whoa i mean it's been heating up it's been heating up i also i love this i just wish it wasn't centered around licking i know i don't i don't like it (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's pretty uh dirty it is also a callback i guess to when he licked her face he licked her face under the mountain because then pharaoh says let's hope my licking is better than yours i remember how horrible you were at it under the mountain 
And this is where I'm like. And like also mm. that's not a good callback for this steamy moment because you guys were both traumatized there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's making jokes about it. I know. Yeah. 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 And then he says, I was under duress. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you want, I'd be more than happy to prove you wrong. I've been told I'm very, very good at licking. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm reading this out loud. <laughs> I love that he said, I was under duress. Yeah. yeah. And then Farah, knees clenched together, might I <laughs> writes back, good night. Which is, you know, some self-restraint. What are they going to do? There is one thing about Feyre that I have loved from the beginning. Is she does know how to, like, give a little and stop despite herself. Yes. I said this all of book one with Tamlin. She would play hard to get even though we knew she was wanting him bad. Yeah. And she would, like, give a little and mm-hmm. then cut it off. And she's doing that here again. Like, we could all take some notes you, all you single ladies take notes yeah. on how to really, really give them just enough to keep them interested. Along, yeah. Wind them up. Exactly. And then good night. Yeah, exactly. Give Love them a it. little bit of a, oh, I'm, I'm warming up to the idea of this, but bye. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. So she says good night, but then he responds Try not to moan too loudly when you dream about me. I need my beauty rest. And then she gets up, chucks the letter in the fire, and then she can hear him laughing down the hall. (laughs) I love that. I love that she can hear him. Yeah. I loved the ending of that. So, so so cute. But then a little bit of a bummer to end on, but not a total bummer. She says she doesn't dream about Reese. She dreams about the adder. Fair. She saw it today. (laughs) So she has a nightmare. But the last line of this chapter and the last line of this episode is, but I slept through the night and I did not wake once. And that's improvement. And that's on growth. And that's on growth. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Oh, what a fun fun little set of chapters we had. Uh, yeah, that was really good. That was a good one to end on. We haven't had like a upbeat chapter mm-hmm. in a while. And I would say for the most part, that chapter was largely upbeat. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So giving you what you asked for. Thank you, Sarah <laughs> J. She knows it. Any other comments on these chapters that we didn't cover, Sades? I don't think so. I, I think I did a pretty good job of bringing up my points this time. I'm definitely glad to see some romance growing. I love their banter. I love, like, that's why I always loved Lucian. Yeah. Because he was the one who she had banter with, even over Tamlin. Yeah. So I love, and obviously she has it with Resand even more. So loving it. Loving Reese. I do want to see more dark side of Reese. Um, you want to see more dark side just to understand just to one I want to hear justification for his dark moments and I want to see I don't want it to be a complete 180 to where he's just all good I would appreciate some acknowledgement of his dark side so I feel like maybe if we get a moment like Tamlin 
Tamlin just can't be gone forever. Like, even if it's not this book, like, this is New Moon. Tamlin's not in it. Like, even if it's book three, whatever, like, I want there to be a moment where, like, kind of, like, a dark side that Feyre's not attracted to comes out a little. Like, maybe when he's, like, addressing Tamlin. I don't know. Yeah. Just so we can, like, rebalance that everyone has these dark yeah. and light parts of themselves. Well, since she's left the spring court, she's only really been in Valeris with the inner circle. I mean, they did go to the bone carver and to the weaver, but that wasn't like a situation where Resand had to be anything other than himself, really. And then her sister's house, but like she, he's not going to be mean to her sisters. So, and he's not, he obviously loves his inner circle and the people of Valeris. So, yeah. I think we can assume I'd love to see him with in the wilds. Yeah. With his, with people that he's hated by most people. So, when he's in that environment again, what happens? How he acts. Mm hmm. He's going to act like the high lord of the court of nightmares. Yeah. And I want to see Feyre's reaction. I want her to not be that happy about it. Uh, You know, so I I am definitely starting to ship them. Uh, You know, I've gotten some acknowledgement of Tamlin. I'm ready for their love to develop. But I do want some balance. I'm still laughing how I saw that. This was the chapter where she writes in the note. And I was like, Sadie's going to be thrilled. And then you were like, what was that? (laughs) <laughs> yeah no that note was not it that was not it no well we'll see who knows will Tanlin come back won't he will we see him again all questions to be answered later I hope <laughs> <laughs> okay well thank you everyone for listening don't forget to follow us on Instagram at gals on topic follow us on TikTok at Gals on Topic. Follow us, subscribe, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave a five-star review. Leave a comment. Tell your friends about us. And we'll see you next episode. We'll see you guys then. Bye, guys.